I guess I should say welcome back to the ring. Anyway, um, I hope everyone's doing well today, uh, tonight, tomorrow, whenever it is that you're listening to this. It's all relative, apparently. Um, it's going to be a good show tonight. We're not doing... Um, well, I'll let me go ahead. I'm sorry. I am Bob, the B-O-B, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, D-Rod. How are you, D-Rod? I'm glad I finally got my introduction. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's been a long day. I'm just going on with you, Bob. It's good to be here. We're going to talk a little bit. Well, Bob's going to explain it a little bit of WrestleMania. He's going to explain it to you, but it's good to be here, Bob. Take it away. All right. Um, Tonight, we're not doing NXT UK. Um, I haven't had a chance, actually, with all of the wrestling this week to sit down and watch it and take notes so we can go through it like we usually do. Um, it really wasn't much of a pay-per-view. It was more of a just a regular show. Mm. So we're not really going to get into it other than it, like, if it was a pay-per-view, it would have won the week for me because every match on it was, was good. Wouldn't you say, D-Rod? Oh, I totally agree. Uh, they all paid off in the end, you know. I mean, yeah. they built up well, and, you know, it, it, all the matches lived up to the hype, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, Must is here. What's up, Must? <laughs> a rare appearance. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how do we want to do this? I've got um, A's, I've got F's, I've got the A-pluses and the honorable mentions. Um, You've got A's, A-pluses, F's, and honorable mentions. Is that correct? Yeah, let's go ahead and just start with the uh, the A's. We'll start good, then we'll get... Eh, then we'll get great. Then we'll end on the the what everybody wants to hear. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so let's see. We'll go in order, I guess. The uh, the first the first match I got down that received an A was the ladder match for the cruiserweight title between Escobar and Devlin, which I was not thinking was going to be as good as it was uh they used the ladder well there's really only one or two spots where they just kind of set it up for later really only one spot right mm, yeah so uh so they went ahead and uh they did that there was a great uh devlin did what was that was it a uh there was a 360 splash wasn't uh, it, or it was a moonsault it's moonsault yes moonsault. moonsault and then later on he done off the ladder the uh well i don't remember if it's santos or Devlin, but there was a Spanish fly later on. Um, oh yeah, that's right from the top. So yeah, it was a um, it was a really good, well put together match. Um, thoughts, D. Rod? Thoughts overall, you know, Bob. We talked about this on the the last show that you know was kind of lukewarm, but uh, I was at least, um, and they really, you know. It exceeded my expectations, like you said. I didn't. I didn't expect this match to be 
one of, you know, you know, we had a lot of great matches this week, but, you know, when I look at them, this is one of those that surprised me. And mm-hmm. there are a few more that surprised me, but this is oh, one yeah. of them. So yeah, it was it, it was very good. Um, I think we got the right outcome from it. What else can I? It, it was it was just a good. It was a one of the better ladder matches I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I mean honestly, it, it, I think the fact that it was a one on one ladder match as opposed to a multiple man ladder match really helped because they told a good story. Mm. within the match and it had a, an outcome that was believable and not rushed or yet didn't it didn't go on too long for yeah. a match that brutal you know it was pretty much the right amount of time mm. so yeah that one got an a that was the opening match of what night two wasn't it yes opening match yes. night two yeah that was the only one on nxt that got just a straight a okay everything everything else was in the uh the other categories and we'll get to those mm-hmm the second match that got an A was from night two of um, of WrestleMania, and that was Seth and Cesaro. Oh, mm. man. Um, I really enjoyed that match. Um, it wasn't the greatest match ever, no. but it was very, very well done, very good. And the outcome, putting Cesaro over was really the right thing to do mm. on WrestleMania. Um, what do you, wouldn't you say? I would say, you know, as the right call, Bob, putting Cesaro over the buildup, you know, this is, it, it's so shocking when they say this fact, because it kind of just slips, you just kind of slip over it when they first say it, and then you go back and you're like, Cesaro's been here a while, and this is his first singles matchup at mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Well, the only singles title he's won is the U.S. title. Exactly, and that goes right along which, with it, Bob. You know, Cesaro, which is insane. Cesaro it's been here so insane. long, and you know, that's, I don't know, maybe this is the, the turning point. Um, they've yeah. had multiple opportunities in the past, in my opinion. They have. I remember, I think, I'm guessing this is about four or five years ago, he had that injury, mm. and he was out for a long time, and he had been building steam before he went out. He had the whole Cesaro section, yeah, like everybody was behind him, and then uh, he came back, and he had so much like good heat, so much love from the audience when he came back, and it really didn't go anywhere. Like mm. It didn't go anywhere until he got teamed up with Sheamus and they did that best of seven and then became tag teams. Mm. Um, but it's still, he's always been with somebody else whenever he's had success. It's never been just him. Mm. Um, he had a nice run where he was going after the intercontinental title while Miz had it, but that kind of fizzled out. Mm. It just, as good as he is and that it's funny. I saw a story on Twitter about the UFO, the, where he did the airplane spin about the arms which is the most insane thing I've ever seen. It's amazing. It's, it really is. Um, he uh, apparently he's never really done that move on on film, or he has he doesn't do it at a lot of shows because mm-hmm. he's been saving it literally for WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys who was training him or saw some videotape of him or something was like, "Why don't you do this all the time?" It's <sighs> like that's for WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. I- I've seen some, uh, some you know, not so popular, you know, when he's in the indies. And yeah. um, he 
he's done that move a few times and I was like I, I love the swing you know it's, it's impressive uh-huh. that he does it so much but that's just another level Bob of yeah. impressive in my opinion mm-hmm. um, and you know it's perfect Rollins you know that's a perfect guy to do it on because you know he's going to get it right Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. He's one thing about Seth is is he doesn't really bungle a whole lot. He no. will occasionally. I think he needs to stop doing that dive over the top rope. Yeah. The springboard knee because it never looks good. No. It always just kind of looks like he gets his near knees near somebody's face. It never looks. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I wish he would quit doing that. But yeah, they're both. Well, they're both such technically good wrestlers. And what this one doesn't surprise me that they got an A. Really? No. <laughs> like I anticipated mm. this one being an A, but this next one, uh, unless you got you got anything else no, to say about Seth I, and Cesaro, I can't wait to see what's next. What is this it? next one, which is the only other A that we got, is the damn Bad Bunny match. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I will uh. eat everything I ever said. No, because I I like Bad Bunny. When I found out he was actually working for it and training and taking it seriously. He, I, I gave him credit, and he lived up and surpassed every bit of that, mm. I thought. Yeah, and I saw, I retweeted it, I think, that they had, I think, Randy Orton on the bump or something like that, and they asked Randy Orton, this is after night one of WrestleMania, they asked him about his match with The Fiend, and he mm-hmm. said, well, there's not much I can say about that, but he said, hold on just a second, I got something to say. And then he just goes on this whole thing about putting over Bad Bunny. And he said, we've seen celebrities come in here and they, 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 you know, they do it. But he said, I've never seen it like this. Bad mm-hmm. Bunny put his, all his heart into it. And, you know, and Randy Orton put over Bad Bunny as much as you could. He said, I respect him on the level of he is one of us. And wow! Yes, you need to I, coming go. From, I mean, coming from Randy Orton, like a Mick Foley or anybody else, who might be like, "Oh, he's just politicking, whatever." Randy yeah. Orton's not going to say that unless no. he means it. Because uh, <laughs> he's not one to put other people over. No, he's not. <laughs> I love you, Randy, but you can be kind of a prick. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, he just impressed me. And, you know. It's such a you know you know Miz and Morrison they shine him up sure but you could tell he had it down pat he really did yeah. and I mean he I stumbled a couple of times they were like where he yeah. was acting a little too knocked out Morrison had to kind of put him into place for the next move but that just played to him selling yeah you know what I mean like making being so out of it that getting beat up so bad that you can't even sit up. You know what I mean? Like that, that played into it. And that was his whole role in that match. And he did it to like as perfect as you can for that little bit of time training. Yeah. Um, he sold and he had those little false hope spots down, like Mm. where he would, you know, he rolled when he rolled Miz up, um, when, uh, I think it was, uh, he did like the hurricane Rana or something. Mm. Um, it, it was, he had it, he had it down. He, he took it seriously and he took it, he did it like a professional and it came off because yeah. they, they, he sold, he built that heat so that when Damian Priest got in, it was just insane. Mm. Um, his punches looked better than half the roster. Yeah. 
But I mean, seriously, he can throw like, a punch. He looks, he looks like somebody's actually thrown a couple punches in his life, yeah. which I think wrestling needs a little bit more of. You know, it was it used to be all tough guy outcasts. Uh-huh. Now it's you know theater majors and and <laughs> dance professors and twinkle toes and finger band, and invisible man, fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> no DQ. But, uh, I mean, and you know, again. Miz and Morrison are heat magnets to begin with, so it was a great choice to put them up against him. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Miz, who he was in there with the majority of the time, is the safest worker on the face of the planet. Mm-hmm. Like you could put, I think you could put just about anybody in there with Miz, and he would guide them through a match and make it look safe. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's so good. I didn't even notice that. Gears, the I... Damian Priest name is a. Uh, uh, Exorcist reference. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny, Gears. I just now noticed that, too. Oh, goodness. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, thanks for Thanks for bringing that up. But, yeah, so it was good. And Damian Priest got a chance to shine at WrestleMania and do what he does. Um, mm. Which, you know, I've been high on him. I said I said when he was in NXT, he could go right to the top of, of, of the uh, – of the ladder and on the main roster, and you could totally believe him being there. Yeah, and it, it, it also Bob it shows that you know I don't know who you know I would I would guess Vince I'm not sure, but when you got a celebrity coming in, you know you put them with who you think can get them over and also get mm. over the talent, and yeah. you know thinking that highly of Damian Priest. To put him with Bad Bunny, I think I think Vince is high on Priest, and I think he's going to do great. I hope he is because I think he's going to he do great too. things. Well, you know, it's funny that uh, there's people always talk about Vince doesn't like NXT talent, but like ninety percent of the people on my my like list of good stuff is NXT talent. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, like. You know, you look. Uh, uh, Drew McIntyre went through NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was the other match? Uh, well, Daniel Bryant wasn't originally part of NXT, but Rollins? Roman Reigns came through um, FCW, which mm-hmm. was basically the pre- predecessor. So yeah. Seth Cesaro came through NXT. You know, Damian Priest. It's just so. Yeah, it's it. It was. It, it's nice to see that and kind of be like, no, he doesn't. He just. Some guys he doesn't get, mm. and that's always been Vince. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but that's it for the A's. Are there any other uh, ones you think should be in the A's that didn't, that weren't? No, I think that's it. That's, man, that's a killer list. <laughs> to be oh. honest, that's a killer list on A's. All right. Uh, the two honorable mentions I have um, right. are uh, Braun and Shane in the cage match. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Um that one, I did not expect anything out of that. Mm. I thought it was going to be a complete bathroom break of a match. Just whatever. Don't care. Mm. And they actually did it right. They did a good job of it. Um, you know, the thing where Shane pulled the uh, uh, the toolbox out of the bags that were on the side of the ring for whatever reason yeah. was phony. But then Amy was like, yeah, but he's the boss's son. Like, yeah. You think he couldn't have gotten... Weapons or something out there, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, well, I guess that does. The make commentary sense. sold it, yeah. Um, but uh, and he 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 did it right. He hit him in the head with it. 
um, dropped him, tried to escape. It never. It was never used again because it never needed to be. No. You see what I'm saying? And he didn't. And he didn't pull out tools out of the toolbox. Nope. <laughs> nope. No he tools. Didn't stick them through any of uh, any of Braun, Braun Strowman's piercings. <laughs> yeah, you got a point there. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, you know, it was, it, and that, that scene where he rips the cage open and drags Shane through it, mm. was, that's the brawn I've been wanting to see for a while again. Yeah. The guy who flips over trucks when he loses matches, mm. because that's interesting. That's somebody that is relatable. Somebody with a super bad temper who, you know what I mean? Just yeah. goes batshit crazy. And we um, haven't seen that Braun in a while because, you know, he's been, he's been in stupid, well, you had that, uh, whatever you want to call that crap that was, uh, what did they call it, the swamp match and oh, all God, that other crap. And then, well, then, they, then they had the match where Roman cashed in. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, he was stuck in a feud, a, a feud with The Fiend. So, mm. I mean, that pretty much, like, Daniel Bryan, I think, is the only one who's escaped a feud with The Fiend unscathed. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and that, I think that has more to do with the fact that he's Daniel Bryan, and he can be like, no, I'm not doing <laughs> yeah. that. No, that's uh, dumb. You know? that, that would be awesome if he actually said that. I can see him I can that. see it, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like this is ridiculous this is not how you put a match together mm. um but yeah so it was good and and i hope that we get that brawn moving forward because i've been really tired of him pretty much since he since he came to raw honestly yeah because he came to raw i've just been like i don't care about braun Strowman. they should have just taken him i would have just taken him off tv for six months and then because he's an attraction you need to mm space out how much people see him so that when he shows up it's a big deal mm. um we also another one was uh, sasha and bianca mm. i give that an honorable mention just because like it was a good match and it was a great moment mm. and i'm happy that they did it i'm glad it was the main event of night one I, I really am yeah um two women two women of color two very good athletes to put on a good match but not a great match um there was a lot of bungles a lot of there were some botches again i think like i've said before sasha if she would just slow down she wouldn't have so many mistakes mm. but she gets going a mile, 100 miles an hour and doesn't think about what she's doing and like uh there was that running knee that she was supposed to hit that looked awful mm. um there was the uh, the move off the top rope that I thought that poor Bianca had been hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there was uh, what was the other one? Oh, when Bianca was trying to lift her up out of the bridge. Yeah. You notice, and that took like took a minute to get her up. Like mm. it was just it, it little little things that made that match not great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it got to be. Uh, another one which I did didn't put down here and should have was the uh, Raw tag team. Uh, match. Yeah. With almost. the New Day versus AJ and Omos. Yeah. Um, Omos completely floored me. Like, he <laughs> wrestled exactly like a giant should. Yes. He stood in the middle of the ring and he let the New Day take bumps off of him. Mm. He was brutal. He was big. He used his size and threw everybody around. 
Um, I was like, I haven't seen like this is Andre the Giant type shit. Like he moved better than any guy, any big guy, any guy over seven foot they've had since Andre. I think it's so um, old school, Bob. I mean, it, you know. it was it was simple, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And here we have again, me and you have talked many times on Back to the Ring, simple works. Mm-hmm. But we don't do simple anymore. Mm-hmm. But they did there, and it worked. They did. And, and they did I a good job it. putting that match together. Yeah. Like, it was it was a fun match. And, it, you know, the New Day, AJ sold. Uh, it's, um, it's weird because they almost played it like a baby face, like almost in uh, – and AJ were the baby faces because yeah. almost had to get the hot tag. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, they switched, but it was the way they did it, the New Day weren't really being heels. They were more just being pissed off baby faces, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought it was good. I, I And this is a prediction I had on Twitter the other day. I think Xavier is going to turn on Kofi before too much longer. That would be a good rivalry. I have a feeling that Xavier's going to turn heel. I think he would be good as a heel. Kofi's a constant baby face. You're not going to get face. him over as a heel no. ever again. <laughs> um, so unless he joins forces with Daniel Bryan and they become like the uh, the eco-warrior, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The well, social justice warrior tag team. Well, you know, yeah, I, I could see Daniel Bryan more because we saw it. Uh, but, you know, when Daniel Bryan had that whole, you know, the, the WrestleMania moment run and all that at 30, I thought, I saw that, I'm like, there's no way he can be a heel. Mm-hmm. And then we get that the eco heel, the, the, the Earth Championship and all that, and it was gold. So, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was great heel work. And I love that championship belt. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, I really want to get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> With the turquoise and the wood and the hemp and the like uh, tile inlay, I was like, I'm like, man, that actually looks really sweet. <laughs> you know? So yeah, um, so that was uh, that was my honorable mentions. I uh, <clears throat> did you have any others that you I, thought were we thought know, were going to be bad was, and ended up being really I, good? I was like you said, I was going to add in if I don't know when I was going, I was going to say something about. Braun versus Shane because that match really caught me off guard and I think it caught a lot of people off guard. Um, but there you go. I mean, it's WrestleMania. Anything can happen, and it was a great match. So that's good. Well, that's a good point, dears. I didn't think about that up, up, down, down because it's already breaks kayfabe on that show. If he became, if Woods became a heel. He either have to quit doing the show or start being an asshole and using cheats on the show or something. Well, I mean, that could work. (laughs) Um, So, all right, well, let's get, hmm, how about this? We'll do the best from uh, NXT, then we'll do the worst from everybody, then we'll come back and do the the best from um, the rest of WrestleMania, the A-pluses. Uh, the first A plus I got on uh, NXT was night one, I believe. Walter versus Champa. Ah, uh, that's an easy. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy one. I mean, wow, Bob. I mean, we just we we have put over Walter on this show. Yeah, I mean, you you watching the episode we put over Walter, but that matchup just keep we just keep proving that Walter. 
and I, I'm gonna say it right here, Bob. One of the okay. the best. One of the best. I mean, you mm-hmm. in anywhere, anywhere, anywhere you want to go. One of the best. Yeah. And I, I I love this match from start to finish. You know, and match of night one and two at Takeover. That's my favorite match. Easy. And yeah. I loved it. And it's just it's just so technically good. I loved it. They told such a good story in that mm. match. Walter getting his hand hurt and not being able to chop so Ciampa could take advantage of that and get up on it was perfect. It was it was a perfect thing to do with that match with those two guys. Completely believable. Nothing was there wasn't one insulting moment in that match where you're like, no. Really? <laughs> like uh, that's what well that's why it got an A plus plus uh, also it puts Walter over whether he won or lost the match it puts him over with the American NXT audience immediately yeah you know um, so that was good Chompa got his win um, so I'm I'm curious I'm curious to see what happens with Walter now given the events of NXT Prelude mm. um, because I really um, I thought he was going to win that match with Rampage Brown, and he he got that was that's the other one. That's my other A one plus. for match of the yeah. Um, it's well, all the ones on A plus are up for match of the week, but yeah, I think Walter versus Rampage Brown needs to be on there too. Oh yeah, most definitely, and you know, Rampage Brown versus Walter. I mean, you look at it, it's. You know, we've seen Walter in the past couple of matches really, you know, he, he dominated. and But then we get to this match, and it's a different story. And he has to pull, out, different story. pull out some stuff he hasn't used in a little while. Uh-huh. And uh, it really tells a great story. And I totally agree. You know, has to be in the match of the week, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, I think, I, well, that one's... You know, when it's something on NXT UK is good, I'm always like, match of the year, Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, that one really is. It's a sneaky one. Mm. Uh, of course, it probably won't even make it to the finals, but um, it's a blowout, man. Um, so, uh, but, uh, so yeah, I I don't think it'll make it into the voting, but I think it would definitely be considered. I think Walter Ciampa is definitely could be considered match of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, the other out? one, the other one I have on here is uh, the Cross Balor match, mm. which again, perfect. Told a great story. Was never really insulting. Um, you know, the right guy won for the right reason, the right way. Uh, I think they did a really good job with that one too. What did you think? Uh, and I know we're going to get to it later, Bob. We can touch on it, but this is what makes me a little bit mad that I see on Twitter I post something on Twitter after night two of NXT takeover mm-hmm. and I say night one night two best matchup I got more people that said that that Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole was a better matchup than Cross mm-hmm. versus Finn Balor, and I sit back and I look at my, and I look at the screen. I'm like, what am I, what am I, what am I missing, Bob? Uh, I, I, am I mentally malnourished or what is, what, what's going on here? 
We're going to get to that. <laughs> I know um, we're going to get to it, but uh, he's just got me fired up. That people oh, yeah, say that. I know. He's got me fired up, too. Believe me, <laughs> I got a lot of hate for my uh, for my thoughts on that. <laughs> a lot of it. I woke up with like 40 uh, freaking notifications on my phone. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but we'll get to that story in a second. Um, okay, so the other two A-plus matches are from night two of WrestleMania. Night two. The first one is Ripley and Asuka. Ah, yes. What a great match. Mm. Um, they really did They did such a good job putting that one together. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Ripley, like me and you have talked about, Bob, man, got to be in that, got to be in anybody's top talk of best women right now. Got to be. And Asuka, great competitor, has been booked poorly, uh, you know, up till this. But a gr- she puts on great matchups. Um, she does. And Boy, it, she can. She can. She if can. she gets a really yes. subpar po- opponent, or it can kind of go downhill. Yeah. But it, overall, but, I love this matchup. And the right winner, Ripley. Um, and I'm excited. I hope she has a great Raw women's title reign. I hope that it lasts a while. But, and, you know, I uh, hope, you know. I really hope it does too. I mm. hope she holds the title till either uh, Becky comes back or after like her third match with Charlotte or something. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like I hope she goes, she holds it for a hot minute. Um, and of course, we've been high on her forever. It's a brutal match. It was very hard hitting. Mm. Um, you know, Rip- Ripley's got that size can- to just throw people around. It was fantastic yeah. when Ripley when Ripley put her in the clover leaf. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is it. I was like, I know she's going to get to the ropes, but God, this is it. It's just, you know what I mean? I wish, I um, really wish, Bob, that she would, I know it's not, but I really wish she would use that as a, uh, move it up to a finisher. Because that move yeah. is so impressive. It really is. Well, she's tapped people out with it before. Uh, yeah, but, but just if, it, you know. If she, yeah. could, if she could tap out, you know. And that would be a good thing for her to do, too. Um, right now, I don't think she has to, but later on in her career, especially if, like, I don't know, let's just say she she starts losing, she loses a step. She can start going to that cloverleaf as a mm. uh, as a finisher instead of doing the the big whip around, the riptide. Riptide, yeah. Uh, you know, so, yeah, I think, uh, I think it'll be, it's good. Plus, as a heel, well, yeah, usually as a heel, if you get a submission, you usually want it to be, because you used a foreign object on the guy, or yeah, you know. But yeah, overall amazing matchup. I totally agree with the A plus rating. Um, the last A plus, which I've got to give this match that, and you know how I feel about these type of matches. But um, oh no, wait, 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 wait! I'm gonna save that. All right, because we're doing the S. How's that? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Okay. The first F from the first night of NXT TakeOver was the tag team triple threat between <laughs> MSK, Legado de Fantasmo, or whatever, that, yeah, uh, and uh, Grizzled Young Veterans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Did that match even make any sense to you? Um, Not really, because Bob, I mean, what, what, what was the... I mean, I mean, to me, it was a free for all. To me, 
I mean, just you can do whatever you want to. Just go out there and have fun. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. pretty much what it was. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, it really did. It might as well, for what it was, it might as well have been a tornado tag match. Yeah. A, you know, triple threat tornado tag match because I couldn't. I and look, okay, look, I, in all fair honesty, I didn't really watch most of, most of the match. Mm. I took that as an opportunity to go take the dog out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean. I went to the bathroom, smoked a cigarette. I was like, I'm not. I don't care about this match to begin with. There's only the only team I like is Grizzled Young Veterans, mm. and there's no way they can convince these other two teams to have a match that makes sense. Yeah. Especially when MSK is going over, so you got to sell their shit. Yeah. Um. So it was it, it was kind of doomed to begin with. I watched the last five minutes. I don't even know who the legal man in the ring was. They were doing <laughs> so much stuff in so many different places, mm. and like everybody did a finisher or a power move on everybody else, mm. and it just it they they lost. They never had the plot to lose it in that match. No. So. Like, it was just bad. <laughs> and the fact that MSK1 is even worse because they're like the freaking Twitter internet darlings. And it's just like, oh, yeah. you have to hear people talk about how great these guys who aren't are. Bob, I don't I don't know what it is, but everybody loves them. I don't know. I, know. I don't know. I mean, all I can think of is it's the stoner thing mm. or, or the fact that they do flippy shit. You know, um, I've said it before. I think Desmond Xavier or whatever his new name is now is is really good as a singles performer. But the other guy he's with brings him down. Mm. Um, and it's just it's too much silly, stupid comedy that doesn't really fit in guys who fight for a living. No. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, that's cool. You want to be like uh, like Matt Riddle. I don't partic- I don't like Matt Riddle's character. But Matt Riddle looks like a guy who could kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yes. Like, he looks like a guy that, like, okay, yeah, he's a stoner, but I don't want to piss him off because he could probably, like, twist me up and break me like a pretzel. Mm. Um, those two guys do not look like guys that could just beat anybody up. So the whole fact that they're, like, you know, lazy, oh, yeah, ah, <laughs> fun, like not taking anything seriously, guys, kind of makes it look like they don't take the business seriously. Hmm. And therefore, nobody should take it seriously because it's all a big joke. and big, Ha-ha. Yeah. Um, and that type of stuff offends me as a wrestling fan. Yes. Um, you know, take you need to take it seriously because this is how – this is your job. This is how you get paid. If like, Bad Bunny can take it seriously, you can take it seriously. Right? You know. Right? There we there there you go. That's that's there we go. The Bad Bunny rule. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, if he can take it seriously, you can take it seriously. Because yeah, the, he, uh, he's had one WrestleMania match, you're out there every week. You know what I mean? The 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 top uh the top pop star on the face of the planet could take it seriously enough to do it right and do a good job at it and make you all look like fucking idiots because you can't do it right. Yeah. You can't do a good job. Like that's the thing. He showed up so many people on their roster just by going out there and selling for a guy correctly. So that, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it made so many, it's like when McAfee came on. That's what I was supposed to say. McAfee. Yeah. Everybody else looked like they didn't know what a promo was. Mm. Um, 
which by the way, honorable mention, we got a shout out to um, the unscripted promos during the rain delay with WrestleMania. Those were all pretty damn good. Um, Seth was great. Given the given the mic to Kevin Owens is always a good choice because he will talk forever about anything. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was uh, that was good. But yeah, the tag team triple threat that got an F. Um, mm. The second F that we got was the women's tag match uh, in in NXT. Yeah, um, I kind of. What do you think? Let me get your. I'm going to just say this. Uh, you know, WrestleMania week, NXT, Bob, that gets me fired up. But I w- I just didn't care for this match. And going into it, I didn't care. But I didn't go. I didn't care going into Shane versus Braun. But they made me care about it. Yep. This match didn't do that for me. They didn't make me care about it. And uh, maybe you know the competitors. I don't know, but. It, it just didn't hit well with me. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm not a fan of uh, Candace. That's the same face. Yeah. Um, I think Indy, uh, um, Indy Hartwell is still really green, so mm-hmm. we don't really know what she is. Um, Shotzi, I don't, the tank is stupid. Besides, even take, let's just take the tank out of it. Like, yeah. You know, just to say I could somehow forget the fact that she comes to the ring in a plastic tank, um, which is a really big thing to forget. But let's just say I could <laughs> block that out of my mind, push that to the side. Uh, she's so sloppy. Mm. She is so sloppy and so indie, and she's been there long enough that she should not have these bad habits anymore. So either someone's not telling her that she needs to stop doing some of this sloppy stuff and fake phony looking crap or doing dives and stuff that she obviously is not skilled enough to do and almost hurting herself and other people. She almost died on that one. Mm Mm-hmm. Lord. Um, You know, and and here's the biggest insult to me is Ember. Mm. Because I like Ember. I liked Ember from the first time I saw her. I was like, this woman is great. She's been injury prone because she was a little too reckless. But she wasn't she was reckless with herself, if that makes any sense. It wasn't yeah. like she was injuring other people because she didn't know what she was doing. She was just, you know, go- going a little too hard on some of her dives and shit. Mm. Um, but, you know, especially with a dive, if you're going to go, go hard. Because yeah. if you don't, it looks phony as crap. Um, speaking of which, that dive into the ladder, when they set up the ladder in the Escobar-Devlin match... No. I knew that I, I I wasn't even upset that he had put the ladder there. No. Because it's like that looked really <laughs> fucking good. Yeah, um, dude. Um so it so but since Ember has been with Shotzi, she has gotten sloppy as well. Mm. Her work off the top rope, especially the uh um I forget what it is that like twisting stunner thing she does yeah the uh oh, good lord what is it called mm. hold on i know what you're talking about um the eclipse eclipse that's yes, what she there you it. go she used to have that thing to the point where it looked really good like most of the time when people took it that thing looked deadly you know what mm-hmm. i mean now it's just kind of she just half-assed kind of like 
falls backwards onto the mat and hopes that whoever she's with, whoever is is taking it, like does the right thing. Yeah, does that make you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, especially like, when she done that double one is like, mm-hmm. what what's going on here? <laughs> I mean, she was way off from Indy. She, you know, yeah. it's just kind of bad looking. So I mean, I'm, and this is the thing, like. I don't have any pro- personal problem with Shotzi. I have a problem with her work, and I have a problem with the dumb little tank. Mm. Um, so that's that. I wish Ember wasn't. I think Ember's work has suffered from being paired up with Shotzi, which should be the exact opposite. Shotzi's work should get better being paired up with somebody who's a bit of a veteran, been there for a while. Mm. Um, so that just the, and that whole match, it just I I didn't. I couldn't pay attention to it, and like I didn't care. But there's nothing that drew me in once the match started for me to be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I might as well fast forwarded through it because I'm pretty sure I spent most of it on Twitter, yeah, uh, liking tweets (laughs) than I did watching Mm. the match. Now we're going to move on to WrestleMania. All right. For the F's on WrestleMania, there were only two this year. Um, Overall, honestly. I think WrestleMania was the better overall start to finish uh, pay-per-view than NXT this year. Um, I think WrestleMania had more good matches, less bad matches. Mm. Um, I just, that's, That's I'm sorry. I've been an NXT guy for years, but Mm. uh, the main roster showed you guys up big time. The very, very rare thing, Bob. Because we've seen takeovers before kick shoes off and go to war and take mm-hmm. it to WrestleMania. Yep. But this week, I totally agree. I think WrestleMania was better. And that's like you said, you was an NXT guy for years. I'm NXT guy. I'm saying mm-hmm. this that, hey, WrestleMania was better. And I know that <laughs> if somebody's watching this and they see this, I'm sure we'll get some flack, but I don't care. It's the truth. We, we, we're known here on Back to the Ring for one thing that's telling the truth. We, mm-hmm. we ain't sitting here catering to anybody. We call it like we see it because literally we don't even need to do this. No. <laughs> you know, I, we we're ain't doing this for a living. <laughs> even if we were making money off of it, I wouldn't need the money anyway because, you know, I do my thing. We've got jobs. Yeah. This is this is because we enjoy talking about wrestling. Yeah. Um, so F, the Fs on WrestleMania. Well, the obvious one, which I kind of knew was going to be an F as soon as it made the card, Orton versus Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh. That was – it made no sense. It didn't even make sense from, like, a person who likes the Fiend's point of view. No. <laughs> if I try and put myself um, in a uh, uh, in that mindset of somebody who likes the fiends, it's still a popcorn fart. It still is the most anticlimactic thing. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's awful. <laughs> it's as anticlimactic as the winner of the brawl for all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> You know, it's 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 up there with the giant egg. But instead of a giant egg and the gobbledygooker, we got a giant jack in the box and the fiend I'll, and I'll, weird uh, Alexa Bliss. Though. I'll, I'll I mean, take I'll take gobbledygooker any day over this. Well, <laughs> I will. Oh, this is just I don't know. I watched that pay per view recently. It's oh, <laughs> it is so like the gobbledygooker is just awful. <laughs> 
<laughs> Basically, the best thing about that pay per view is the debut of the Undertaker. Yeah, if uh, I remember correctly, Bob. I'm telling you, if I'm seeing uh, this right, and I don't, I don't even know why I, I, I half paid attention to the match, but you can, you can tell it. And I said this a couple episodes ago. That it would be in a, it would be it wouldn't put it past WWE if they done a fiend versus fiend match like they done. We's watching a pay per view, and it was oh, Undertaker God. versus Undertaker. And I said I wouldn't put it past WWE to do a fiend versus fiend match. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And I somebody pointed out in Discord that did not look like Bray Wyatt. In the ring. No, that was Bray Wyatt. It was? The tattoos, the hair, that was Bray Wyatt. There's no... I, I am... I mean, if it wasn't Bray Wyatt, I will eat crow about it, but I'm certain it was. All right, I'm well, certain. there we go. But I, I'm telling Bray you... Bray Wyatt... Look, I said this on Twitter, and it's gotten a little... It got a little bit of traction, but I commented. I didn't tweet it. Uh, mm. Take away the Gaga. Take away everything else. Bray Wyatt is a mediocre at best in ring performer. Mm. And I think a match like that just goes to show it because he laid that match out. It didn't make any sense. No, it didn't. He shows up, he beats Randy Orton. He like, he no sells some stuff, but then he goes down to an RKO because Alexa bliss, like told him to, I just, (laughs) It's dumb. The whole thing's dumb. They burn a mannequin in a ring as part of this fucking feud and expected us to believe that it was a real person mm. or they knew that we were going to believe, know that it was a mannequin, which means they don't take any of the fucking seriously, no. which again, <laughs> but either they don't take it seriously or they think that we're all just morons. <laughs> um, that's, those are the only two options as mm. far as I see. Um, or they think it's really good. Which is <laughs> makes them a little moronic, but anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that was at least it was short. That's the only thing I can say. Yeah, about it. it was at short. Least it didn't last very long, <laughs> and it opened up the show, so you got it out of the way just like that, yeah. just like this next match, which came almost right after it—the women's tag match oh. between Nia and Shayna and Natty and Tamina. Yeah. What the hell was that? Bob, we've said this before on this show. Everybody says it. I mean, if they don't, they don't know what's going on. Get Shayna away from all this. Get her they away had... from it. What I, the I crap? don't understand. <clears throat> I agree. Um, Shayna doesn't need to be paired up with Nia at all. No. She doesn't. She, she gains absolutely nothing from it other than the fact that she has a tag team belt right now, which is not even a tag team wrestler. And if she isn't a tag team, it should have been with one of her fucking full horse movement of, of UFC people. Mm-hmm. And it should be in fucking, it should have been in NXT. Yeah. So we're, that, that horse has left the barn for mm-hmm. Shayna right now until Ronda mm-hmm. comes back and they do that angle. Um, and you had booking wise, you had a perfect opportunity to really do something cool here, mm. right? You could 
have put the belts on Natty and Tamina. Natty hasn't held a belt in a long time. She's been extremely vocal that she wants the tag team title, the women's tag team titles, because her dad was a tag team guy. Mm. I think Natty and Tamina, they're not the best personality wise, but they have a good, they do, they can put out good matches. Yeah. Tamina with the right person can really look like a powerful beast of mm. a person and really brutal. Um, and you know, and it's a good thing for Natty. I'm sorry. Like I don't, I'm not a huge, I'm not a Natty fan really. No. I don't particularly care for a lot of her work, but I got to give her a shit ton of respect and she deserves to hold on to it, hold another freaking title. Yeah. Like, you know, um, and well, no, she had a tag title. She had, she won the championship, didn't she? For like, I want to say, a week. Like yeah. the SmackDown Women's Championship. SmackDown Women's Championship. I think it was maybe, don't hold me to this, but it was in between 2016 2018, I think, that she okay. held that at once, I think. Yeah, but it wasn't a memorable run. No. And she, they didn't really do anything with it. Uh. Okay. Um, well, that's good because they could have put the belt on her. And in the same note, like the same match, they could have split Nia and Shayna up. Well, that, yeah. You could have had Natty and Tamina win because Nia, Nia, because Reggie did something stupid and screwed the match up for them. And Shayna blames Reggie and Nia. And then Nia and uh, Shayna fight. They have their feud for about a month. And then they you split them up, go to different brands. Yeah. And then, like, there you go. You immediately got Shayna. You know, send Shayna to SmackDown. You immediately got a number one contender for Bianca or Sasha. Yeah, or somebody who could feud with Bailey um, mm. as a baby face because well no yeah because she should be the baby well no I guess Nia would be the baby face coming out of it but I don't really care because I don't care about Nia or Reggie no no <laughs> get it out of here <laughs> um, I particularly don't care about Reggie yeah who is a former Cirque du Soleil performer who knows nothing about professional wrestling never had a match hmm didn't even wasn't even was barely even part of the training program when he got called up. Yep, because he can flip, and he gets put on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, now we're going to talk about. Uh, well, yeah, we'll end it on a good note. So we're going to talk about what I think is hands down the worst match of WrestleMania week, without a doubt. And this is the one I've gotten nothing but heat for this opinion. Do I look like somebody who cares what other people think? No. Do I? Because I, I just I need to make sure that you understand that. You do love baseball leaves, but you don't care what other people think. Hey, hey, leave, leave. <laughs> what I do with my baseball leaves and the private, <laughs> privacy of my own kitchen. Oh, no, wait a minute. Basil- it's not in your kitchen, in your bathroom that you're cleaning. Uh-huh. <laughs> my bathroom that for some reason has a dishwasher. I don't know. And then our truth pops out and tries to sell me old spice. Oh goodness. But yeah. Okay, this I, is I know where you're the, going. this is one of those things where I disagree with Cornette a lot. I think our truth is brilliant. I've loved those commercial sketches the whole time. I thought it was because it's obviously a commercial and our truth is a joke. He doesn't mind being a joke. 
does that make any sense? Yeah, I mean he like, don't he don't you know he don't mind he if you're gonna put him in that spot he'll do the best he can with it and he'll run with it and I respect well, he's fucking him for hilarious. That. Yeah, he's hilarious. Um, and he uh uh he's so funny. He gets the com he gets comedy. He gets timing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it just I, I think it I think it fits uh, for him. So. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jim. I like our truth. <laughs> yep. Mm. You know, I think the twenty four seven title's stupid. You could just have him running around doing skits without the need for a title yeah. at all. You know, <sighs> uh, the only thing I ever wanted was that he was twenty four seven for them, and he was teamed up with Car- Carmella for them to do a ride along with the two of them mm. and have him end up like getting chased down the road <laughs> and maybe loses the title in a quickie mart. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he follows the other guy and gets back in the hotel lobby when they get to the hotel. You know, something like that. Where like you could have some fun with it. Mm. But yeah, you say Quickie Mart, man. Yeah. You could have a throwback to Stone Cold and Booker T in the grocery store. Yeah. You know, See, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> they totally could have done that. They yeah. could have done that during COVID yeah. easily, easily because a lot of grocery stores and places like that would have been closed down anyway. So yeah. Then to be like, hey pal, here's here's five hundred grand. We need to use your store and trash it for a couple hours. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that'd be it would have been funny. But yeah, I I can't wait to hear your <laughs> I've already heard a little bit of your talk about this NXT match. <laughs> and so, uh, the worst match of the whole week goes to Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly mm. for the unsanctioned Lights Out Spot Show <laughs> starring Furniture. <laughs> well, the only thing it was missing, Bob, is fireworks. You know, I would have loved to have seen some fireworks well, go off at the end. It would have been amazing. I mean, <laughs> the one thing I'll say is they didn't set up a table. Did they? Yeah, I don't, I don't, think, I don't set... think they set up a table. Well, there we go. Um,. So they got one over on whatever other match it was where they set up a table. What was I watching where they set up a table? Big E versus Apollo. Oh, that, yeah, that was. No, <laughs> we ain't even going to get on that. <laughs> We're not, well, that one got a D, so it's not even worth talking about. No. Uh-uh. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was bad, but it wasn't, it wasn't this. Um, no. I, I Before th- this episode, if I had had time, I was going to go back and like, Remember the the Bretton Owen steel cage match yeah. I went through and I counted how many times people tried to escape the cage yeah. and by which ways I was going to count how many times Adam Cole or Kyle O'Reilly walked past one chair to go pick <laughs> up a different chair or pull out a different chair. Yeah. How many times they picked up a chair and didn't even bother to hit their opponent with them and went over and set them up. Or how many times they set somebody down in a chair so they could do a move into them. Or put a chair in a place so they could do a move into the chair. Or um, use the chain in a way that makes absolutely no sense. Like trying to wrap it around your foot and doing the fakest looking kicks to the face ever (laughs) on the face of the planet. Um, When uh, they were in the figure four and Kyle O'Reilly's like, Oh, oh, and feeling his arms and his arm is like basically his hand is hitting the chain that's laying on the floor. Yeah. And he doesn't pick it up and smack 
uh, Adam Cole in the freaking face with it. Um, as soon as his hand hits, it, he actually pushes it away from him. Uh-huh. If you watch, he literally he's going like this, and his hand reaches it, and he goes like that, and pushes it away from. Him. So I'm sorry, that match mm-hmm. was insulting to anyone who's ever actually been in a fight because that's not how people who hate each other fight. Uh, anyone who has any respect for uh, uh, professional wrestling to make it look believable or make it make sense because it didn't mm. um, uh, for it, it's insulting to stairs. I'm sure the stair stairs were a little <laughs> insulted. They're like, Hey, I put, I put Kyle O'Reilly completely out of commission, like to the point where they had to get a net brace and take him out on a stretcher and like all this other shit mm. just a couple weeks ago. And now I get a two count, <laughs> you know, like <sighs> just obvious, stupid nonsense. Like we're not supposed to remember what happened just a couple of weeks ago. This is AEW book. This yeah. is exactly, this is the type of shit that fucking AEW does. Um, it's, this was uh, Moxley and Omega with a better budget. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. And, it pissed me off because they had enough emotion in this story where they could have used one chair, the ring bell, a cable, and it have been completely understandable. Mm-hmm. Just like Gradwell and Dajakovic did with a much less heated feud on NXT UK a few weeks ago. So yeah. I'm, I know, I know, I've, I've had a lot to say. No, I most, pretty much got it all out. Another thing, Bob, um, this match, yeah. apart from it being an atrocity, went way too long. Way it was like too 40 long. minutes long or something. Yes, way it? too long. And I'm like, it's just, it just, it, it, it just wasn't, I mean, it lost my attention. It really did. I, so, yeah. I, I'm just, just going to be honest here. It lost my attention. I didn't really care. Like I said, going into this pay-per-view, I was more excited about Cross versus Balor than I was this match, but I know a lot of people wasn't. And, I mean, you know, like I said, they could have done it right, and it yes, would have been fantastic. Could have. Because there's so much, so much emotion there, so much to draw from that you didn't need all of that other stuff. You really, really didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, like... It was, it just, it, it's basically like it just took a giant shit over all the work that they, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly have been doing for the past, what, six months? Yeah. Since we really started this whole rivalry thing and they built to it and they built to this. This was the blow off because Kyle O'Reilly went over. So there's no more meat on the bone there. You know, if they had had Adam Cole go over and Kyle get injured, then Kyle could come back once Adam Cole gets the title, mm-hmm. challenge it for him and beat Adam Cole for the title and then really get his comeuppance against his sworn enemy. Now, Kyle O'Reilly got his comeuppance. Yeah. If he comes at Adam Cole now, he's just being a dick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, It's over. <laughs> yeah. It's over. I mean, that's... Uh, that's, that's you, just, you just... It's over. You just put a... We just put, a, put water out on all the heat that that match had going into it. You just completely mm-hmm. destroyed it. And not even destroyed it with a destroyed it with a bad match, but also the finish destroyed. So it's just mm. it's done. Um. So yeah, that's really. Oh, when they went when he went through the ramp. Yeah. When Kyle did, I guess it was phony looking. All I saw heard was a big blast, and then I saw some smoke come up, and I was and I was like, oh, they went through the ramp. 
Because <laughs> I just, I mm. completely, like you, I, I completely lost interest yeah, in this thing. I, I, um, completely. The chains. I think the chain that, really was the, 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 when he wrote, put it around his foot and did the fakest looking kicks I've seen in a long time. It, it just, it, it was so bad. So bad. Yeah. yeah. Just, they should be ashamed. Everybody involved in that match. Oh, and the story about how. Oh, so here we go. <laughs> this is this is oh. good. So, the referee that was on the in that match mm-hmm. tweeted something on Twitter about like him getting hit or something, whatever, whatever. Um, I was like, and I tweeted, I commented, I was like, it was awful. I would distance myself from that match as much as I could. <laughs> And of course, all the all the no DQ people came out. All the WWE no DQ people, because I'm sure the AEW people were probably well. They probably liked the match too. The AEW people probably liked. They the did. They did. Um, so like, but all the all the no DQ people came out. What match were you watching? He must have been watching something else. That doesn't make any sense. This is the worst take I've heard. You don't know shit then. You don't know shit then was something somebody uh, commented, mm. which I was like, well, obviously I know enough not to like copy and paste twice, I guess. I don't know what he was doing. Um, Bob, did you? I, when you said that I, a couple of days ago or whenever it happened, a couple of days after I went, I went and looked at it or whatever. And there was somebody put on there. <laughs> I've done some research on this guy. If it ain't Mid South from the 1980s, he don't like it. What? He actually said, if this match happened in Mid South, oh, okay, I got three, he would have liked it. Yeah. I didn't bother responding to him. <laughs> I didn't block him because he's dumb enough. I don't like. I'm sure he'll never run into me by internet circling in. If I do, then I'll block him. <laughs> he the, he's dumb enough to think one this this match the way it happened would never have happened in Mid South. No, ever. I don't care if the uh, if it was the last week that Mid South was running and they were desperate to get people into the building for tickets. Yeah. Bill Watts would not have put this this on television. No. No. So No, I wouldn't have liked it in Mid South either. <laughs> uh, here's a here's here's a clue for you. I'm not a huge fan of the scaffold matches. I think they're kind of dumb. And there's only so much you can do on a scaffold, but they bring people into the building, so mm. but um Listen, I'm gonna so, yeah, give a was... bit of advice to the people on Twitter coming at you, Bob. Oh, well, well, first off, y'all gonna have to go, and you're gonna have to go out to your local grocery, wherever, wear your mask, social distance, go get you some broccoli and some basil leaves, send them to Bob, and, you know, you may you may get a little, um, your sentence may be lowered from Dr. Bob, but other than that, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get far. I'm pretty hard-headed and I'm pretty opinionated, but I am willing to admit when I am wrong. I was wrong about Tayman. I was wrong about. Um, we were definitely was wrong about Shane versus Braun. Yes, we were yeah. wrong about Shane versus Braun. We were. I was wrong about Bad Bunny. Yeah. Um. So, I can be. I was wrong about Escobar versus Devlin. I was worried that was going to be a shitty match. Mm. Um. So you know, there you go. Um, finally, 
finally, <laughs> the last, the last A plus match. Because I want to end on kind of a good note here. Yeah. And this was not a match I intended. I expected to be A plus. I thought this was going to be a B at best, just because mm-hmm. it's a triple threat, and you know how I feel about triple threats. Yeah. Daniel Bryan versus Edge versus Roman Reigns. <laughs> I, there's, there's really nothing I can say about it. It was so good. No. Like, it was really – like this match is going to be on people's greatest WrestleMania matches in a, in a couple years. has to be. Uh, it, was, it was perfect. It accomplished exactly what it needed to. It had so much emotion in it. I didn't know who I really wanted to win between Brian and Edge, and then they both lost. And <laughs> I just hated the character of Roman Reigns even more. Yeah. You know, uh, Jey Uso had to interfere for him, so he had to cheat to win. Mm-hmm. Like, and then he was arrogant about the way he won. It's just it was it, perfect heel work by Roman Reigns. Great work by Daniel and Edge. Really like. I popped so many times during this match when um, was it Edge or Daniel that pulled the referee out of the ring? It was um, it was, it was Daniel was Daniel. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah. When Daniel Bryan, when the, his hand was coming down for three and he just went whoop, out of the ring, <laughs> out of just nowhere. Like, cause I had completely <laughs> forgotten about Daniel Bryan even being in the match Yeah, because Edge and Broman were going at it so hard. And then they're, whoop, there goes the referee. <laughs> I was just, I was great. Um, and, the concerto section. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And you know the thing is, Bob. You you mentioned you know you 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 don't like the Roman Reigns character. The thing is, not only did he get to piss off Daniel Bryan fans, he got to piss off Edge fans also because he pinned them mm-hmm. both. Yep. Yeah, that just adds on to the heat. And oh yeah, I, I love it. There was that whole conversation. Who's going to eat the pen in this match? Yeah. Who's going to be? Who's going to be pen? Motherfucker! They both got. Pen. Yeah. <laughs> like that's almost that almost feels like Vince saying like just fuck you to everybody who booed <laughs> Roman Reigns when he was a baby face and didn't see how good this guy is. Mm. Because I've been a Roman Reigns. I've been a Roman Reigns fan since the first time I started watching. Yeah, I thought he was getting pushed a little too heavy. Yeah, but the guy is a good worker. He's great. He puts every everybody he was ever in the ring with as a baby face. He put them over, made them look great. He is probably the sole reason why Bray Wyatt is still well. Besides that, Bray Wyatt's a legacy. He's a Wyndham, but but why mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt is still in WWE? Yeah, because he shined Bray Wyatt up so much in that feud. Yes, Him and John Cena basically made Bray Wyatt a thing. Mm. Yeah, I totally so. agree. And you know, like like you said, Roman Reigns. You know, I was on that train at one point where I was like, you know, he's getting a little bit pushed, a little bit too much, just like you, Bob. But then when I look back and I see it now, I'm like, just turn him, you know, turn him heel and push him to the moon because he's been pushed and pushed and pushed here with this run, and. I'm okay with it. Keep pushing it, because it, mm-hmm. it is great. Well, that was the, that was always the thing. Is like people were like, "Oh, Roman sucks. He's he's there. He's being shoved down our throats," which is the same thing they said about Cena. Yeah. But here, the, here's the thing. 
every Roman Reigns match I was into. Even when I didn't particularly like the fact that he was getting pushed so hard, he'd have a match and it would like, I'd walk away from the match being like, God damn, that was really good. Yeah. Like that popped me. Like I didn't know who was going to win. I didn't know how they were going to win. You know, like I knew Roman would win, but how? Or like, I know Cena is going to win, but it, like, is he? Like, you know, because mm. it's the same thing Cena would always do. Cena would take his matches because he won a lot, but he would take his matches to the point where you really weren't sure if he was actually going to win the match. Yeah. Um, which is why him and AJ was so good. Those mm. matches were fantastic. Yes. <laughs> um, wow. You know, so. But man, I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to see, you know what I would like to see? I'd like to see a baby face AJ go back to SmackDown and face a Roman. That would be great. Because he could, you know, and he could play off his, you know, the house that AJ Styles built. Mm-hmm. He could play off that. You make a yeah. good point there, Bob. That could and then be Roman great. could beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And piss everybody off, piss off all Keep the AJ. Going. Yeah. You know, just keep it going. Just keep throwing baby faces at him until freaking uh, somebody until The Rock yeah. comes back at WrestleMania, has a match with him, and and beats him or somebody else. I mean, you could pick. You could pick just about anybody to beat him because by the time he gets beat, he's going to have so much heat from beating all these other guys. Mm-hmm. It could be just about anybody. Yeah. Dean Ambrose returns and defeats oh, Roman. No, don't start that. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, here's another prediction for you. I think Dean Ambrose goes back to WWE after his contract with AEW is over. Oh, I could see that. I could see that. I think I think being a father mm. um, and Renee's worrying about him with all these fucking death matches and shit will put, put him to want to make him go back to WWE and I'll be honest with you, as much as I hate John Moxley, I still love Dean Ambrose because Dean Ambrose actually had matches in the yeah. ring. Then they were good matches. I don't think I mean they weren't always great matches, but shit, he's he's an upper mid card guy. I love mm. Dean, but he's an upper mid card guy. He's not the face of the company. No. He's a B plus player. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good authority throwback. <laughs> B plus player, I like that. But yeah, I, I totally agree. And um, you know, Dean Ambrose, I mean, he he fit well in WWE. I don't know why he left. I can understand creative differences, whatever you want to say. But after that exploding, whatever you want to call it, fireworks show, I'd I'd be ready to pack my bags, in my opinion. Mm. <laughs> well, not only that, but they don't they they. They don't do anything with any, but I, I can't, I don't actually watch AEW, so I really can't. The only way, way I even hear about AEW is because I listen to Jim Cornette's programs. So I can't really say anything about AEW and what they do because I don't actually watch the product. But, but we do follow. It's offended uh, me so bad in the past that I refuse to watch. The product. We do follow uh, AEW botches on Twitter, though. Yes. <laughs> That's a good place to get your AEW updates. <clears throat> but yeah, actually, that is I love it's a great that. place. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. My favorite still is the Luther video. They put together that Luther compilation of his botches, <laughs> and it's just every time I see it, I crack up. 
<laughs> or the the side by side AEW Dark AEW Evolution or whatever like yeah. side by side about how it's the same match literally <laughs> and then you see them literally doing the exact same routine. Yeah. Um Yeah. It's just it's uh so I got to ask um I think uh, we're both in agreement that Cole and Kyle O'Reilly was probably the worst, worst. match of the week. Mm. What do you think the best match of the week was? Best match of the week. Best match of the week. It comes down to two for me. And I'm, it's going to be tough to decide. It comes down between Roman Edge, DB, and Champa, Champa versus Walter. Um, and I don't... You know, I'm... I personally love both. I love them to death. That's why they're they're where they're at on my rankings here. But um, overall, the one that got me like, okay, this was amazing, perfect finish, and all this. Not that you know Walter and Ciampa didn't, but I'm gonna go. I gotta go Roman DB and Edge Bob. I got to. Yeah. No, no. I, um, I mean, I, I, like I said, either of those four, Walter Ciampa, Cross Balor, Rhea, yeah. uh, Rhea Oscar, Brian Edge, Roman, I think any of those four could easily be match of the week. Uh, Walter Rampage Brown as well. Yeah. Um, I think Walter Rampage Brown was better than Walter Ciampa. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree there. Not by, mm-hmm. not, I mean, it's the slimmest of margins. Mm hmm. But I think it was a better match. But I think overall the better match, the bigger match, the match that will go on and kind of actually be one of the first greatest of WrestleMania matches of all time lists is that Brian Edge and Roman match because that mm. was it was just it was perfect. It was a perfect triple threat. It it made complete sense from beginning to end. Mm. Everybody was out for themselves. There was no partnering up um, because Edge has always been a heel, but he was kind of treading that line between heel and baby face. Mm. Daniel Bryan's a consummate baby face, but we know he can be vicious when he needs to be. Yeah. And Roman is a vicious heel. And it just, it all works so perfectly, those three characters in that match. Mm. Um, and it's like I said, it's going to be remembered. This is this is a WrestleMania match people are going to go back and watch 10 years from now. I don't think Walter Ciampa, uh, Cross Balor, or Ripley Asuka, as good as they were, probably maybe Ripley Asuka because it's a women's match. Mm. and um, We don't have a ton of great women's matches in WrestleMania because women haven't been having great matches at WrestleMania yeah. because they haven't been allowed to. No. I'm not saying that like they're incapable of it. I'm saying they haven't been allowed to have great matches at WrestleMania. Um so yeah, Brian Edge and Roman, definitely. Uh, yeah. Bigger surprise: uh, the Bad Bunny match or Braun and Shane? Oh man, I knew that Bad Bunny had been training, so I was excited to see what he, you know, what he, what he had. Um, but man, I, I, I dogged out Braun versus Shane on the last show. I mean, we did. And so Braun versus Shane is going to be my biggest surprise, Bob. Yeah, I I completely agree. 
I did not think that they could make that match make sense. I really didn't. Yeah. And it was the worst buildup on the face of the planet. It had yeah. absolutely no heat with me <laughs> other than go away heat. And goddamn, did they not make me love that match yeah. when they did it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's one of those ones that, like, even going back thinking about it, I'm like, did I really give that the right grade? Did that could was that a, what a, was that a C or should that have been a B? You know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, because it's just the scene, like, I, I've said it a couple of times, but that Braun ripping the cage open with his bare hand, <laughs> yeah. like, that's how you do a, a giant moment. That's, that's the kind of thing that they didn't do with almost at the uh, elimination chamber that they should have. It should have been mm. chain that he ripped, not the freaking little plexiglass yeah. thing, <laughs> you know, but they screwed him up, but he was like, that was a good surprise. But then again, I'm not putting any money down on almost to be a sensation because I'm sure they'll bungle him up or overuse. Oh, you know that that's, <laughs> we had our good moment at WrestleMania, but may not be many more. <laughs> but, um, so, um, uh, I don't know if anybody's even still here. Well, told people here. Um, they wouldn't let him be edgy boy. What are they talking about? I think he's talking about, uh, uh, Dean. Oh, they wouldn't yeah. let him be edgy in WWE. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> he, they, they let him be as edgy as they could, I guess, with the mm-hmm. PG and the, all that. But whatever. I still, you know what? And it's funny because a lot of the stupid shit that like Dean did, like the stealing the police car and showing up with the policeman's uniform on and whatnot, I popped for it. I yeah. did. I know it's dumb. I know it's dumb. But this guy's he's 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 almost like a cartoon character. He's not real. Mm. I don't know how to put that. that yeah. That's I don't know. Um That's like um well, you know You know who Dean you know who Dean Ambrose's character reminds me of is uh, Mel Gibson's character from the Lethal Weapon series. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. who Dean Ambrose should be. Um <sighs> Well, you know, Bob, it's like it's like Stone Cold coming out on the Zamboni, uh-huh. you know? I mean... You, 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 Braying people with beer. Doesn't make sense, but you, you're going to pop. You know what I mean? If the guy's over enough, he's going to pop. And the thing about Dean was is he could get any of that shit over. Yeah. The fucking hot dog cart. Like he assaulted <laughs> people with a fucking hot dog cart and got it over. You know? Um, <sighs> that's the thing. Uh, I, you mentioned hot dog cart, Bob. And I don't remember if you remember oh. it or not. But now I want a hot dog. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, but uh, you remember when New Day was doing their little uh, ice cream or whatever gimmick with the ice cream card yes. or whatever? Remember when the Revival uh, debuted on Raw? Mm-hmm. They came out and they tipped the thing over <laughs> and stomped on it and got up on the ring. That's what you call, that popped me right there. And they also proceeded to break Kofi's ankle. Yeah. <laughs> so, the funny thing about yeah. that was is that they came out the next week with shirt on and said, I broke Kofi's ankle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, such a missed opportunity there. I, 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 man, they were so good. Yeah. Now they're fucking having matches with Dwarf Dong Sucker. <laughs> uh, yep. Um... So well, I think that's about it. I think we covered WrestleMania week pretty well. Mm, 
But I want to run one thing by you, Bob, before we head out. And it's, okay. it's well, just, we got a couple of things to get to, so that's fine. Um, I just saw this on Twitter. Um, and I know you've been mentioning this guy a lot lately about certain things. And I want to get your take on it. And maybe, um, But Jeff Jarrett just tweeted out that uh-huh. he is starting his own podcast. Um. Called My World with Jeff Jarrett, and it's going to be a part of um, the Ad Free Shows uh, podcast network. That's the same one we're on, isn't it? Uh, no, that's uh, Ad Free Shows is a uh, is a uh, Conrad's uh, network. Okay. But I know you've been talking about uh, Jarrett a few times before about him being a manager and stuff like that, so. I wanted to be a general manager, if yeah. not behind, if not on Phil, if not in front of the camera, then behind the scenes, booking, doing something. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think he's got enough of a mind for the business that he would be an asset, especially on Raw, which mm-hmm. is really kind of miss, misses the mark a lot of times, the television show. Yeah. Um, I think they should get rid of the third hour. But if you're going to keep the third hour, then you need to put on better matches longer mm. and get rid of some of the gaga and cut the fat a little bit. Honestly, that I mean, there's a lot of people on raw that they don't really use a lot of people on SmackDown. They don't really use you got a uh, point. like Cornette was saying, send those, send those jokers to AEW. Let Tony Khan pay. Them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'll be, old, I mean? that'll be old dark elevation, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, Tony Khan's going to would pay for them and then they're, you know, they're set. They've got a contract. Vince isn't going to use them anyway, so why the hell not tie up Tony's resources? There you go. Um, uh, next week, uh-huh. do we want to do, uh, I think our next one is SummerSlam 96. 96, SummerSlam. Sounds good to me. Oh. We'll do that next week. Uh, then the week after next, uh, we can't do the old NWA WCWs anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, not until they get uploaded onto the network, which couldn't be till which could be uh, until September because we've built that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've suggested that hmm, instead of doing the old NWA stuff every other week, that we review NWA Power. Mm-hmm. Um, that way we can, uh, you know, it's still the the same type of. Have you watched Power? I watched. I watched the latest episode, um, okay, and I'm starting to get a feel back for it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I loved it before it went off. The yeah, air. me too. It's got <clears throat> the new season has kind of the same feel to it. A little bit different set, uh, different roster mm-hmm. for the most part because they let everybody go do what they want to do. Um, but you still got Nick Aldis. You still got Trevor Murdoch, mm. which are, you know, you still got Tim Storm. You still Rosa. got the basic backbone, Thunder Rosa, yeah. uh, Melina. You still got that backbone, Car- Car- uh, uh, Camille, mm. <coughs> who, oh my gosh, Camille is a damn powerhouse. Yeah. I had no idea that she was like that tall and that uh, built. She's, She's just, built. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. dude. Her arms. <laughs> Her arms are huge. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I wish I had arms like that. <laughs> you know? 
and she moves, man. That spear she throws, it's bitching. It, it is. It is. It, it's, it's a wicked. It's, it's a wicked spear. Yeah, it throws a wicked spear. <laughs> it, it's you know its own man. It, it is wicked. It is. It's you, you can tell, man. It, it, it looks man. <laughs> you don't want to take it yourself. No. You know what I mean? I would not want to get speared. If I were to get speared by anyone, I would want to get speared by Edge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or maybe I could get, can I get speared by the Miz? Well, you could. <laughs> I mean, the Miz wouldn't hurt me. No. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll do, we'll start peppering in NWA power, uh, maybe bi-weekly. All right. Um, and then when they have a pay-per-view, maybe we'll do, you know, we'll review their pay-per-view instead of something else, at least until WCW, the World Championship Wrestling gets uploaded onto the network. Mm. Um, so next week, we'll do SummerSlam 96. I think that'll be fun. I don't know who all is involved. I'm sure it'll be Sean and Brett. And mm. I think Diesel's still there in 96. So I can't remember. It might be fake Diesel. <laughs> That'll be great. <laughs> fake Diesel. Well, that was Glenn and, Jacobs. Yeah. You know fake, that, right? Fake Diesel and fake uh, Razor. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that's really about it. You got uh, anything? We got, uh, you got WWC gear shows on WWC Deception Live tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Central Time. Uh, Twitch.tv, like if you're here or if you're listening to podcasts, Twitch.tv slash D-Rod 2222. Uh, Deception, that'll be show four, I believe, and um, it is, uh, I reckon, yeah, the go-home show um, for Spring Slam this Saturday. Spring Slam, I love it, I love it, Spring Slam. (laughs) Not Summer Slam, but Spring Slam. Spring Slam. Um, Trademark. Well, I mean, yeah. Hey, you know, we, we got to do something because we don't do WWC Mania until the end of the year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That'll so be, uh, we probably... got to have a big pay-per-view at the other end of the year. WWC Mania probably be, I don't know, August maybe? Or no, not August. Yeah, eh, somewhere in there. <clears throat> um, so, oh, well, yeah, around the same time the SummerSlam would be. So yeah. we're doing it the opposite. <laughs> we're doing Spring Slam and Mania instead of Mania then yeah. SummerSlam. yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be fun. It's a go home show for the whole, uh, for, for everybody. Uh, yeah. I've already taken care of what I have to take care of on Anarchy. So where it's going to be. And, um, let me tell you something, Gabe Dust, if anybody <laughs> wants to tell Gabe Dust this, I don't care about his No surprises. Gabe Dust, you'll find out who your opponent is at the pay-per-view when he comes out. <laughs> well, you heard it here. <laughs> or she comes out. <laughs> you never know. In WWC, it could be anybody. It could, it could be Gears. It could be Gilbert. It could be Warren Day Fantasmic. It could be anybody. It could be me. I could pick myself. <laughs> you do realize that, right? Like, I could put myself to go up against you, game. I could make D-Rod wrestle twice in one Yeah, night. it could be the GM. <laughs> it could be anybody. It could be anybody. So just, uh, you don't know. And <laughs> I like it that way. Yep. Um, so there's that. Of course, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm mm-hmm. at Bob Zevon, which I very rarely use anymore. So you're more likely to find uh, 
Uh, you find me on the show's uh, Twitter, which is at Back to the Ring. I know, very pretty simple. We're, we're so clever. <laughs> Simple as best. And you can find me on Twitter at C-O-D-R-O-D. And uh, it's going to be... Adora Takes Manhattan. Adora Takes Manhattan. We're going to be either trying to film a bonus episode tomorrow night or wait till next week to record the next episode, which will be uh, Son of Godzilla. Um, So that should be fun. Son of Godzilla. Is that the one on the island? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Island. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is that's a, that's a cute movie. That, that's a really cutesy Godzilla movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it is. Yeah, smoke it rings. <laughs> but and gears will probably funny. hate it. At least it's not. It, well, I mean, you know, it could be worse. It could be Gamera. Yeah, Gamera. <laughs> uh, we'll um, get around to that. So we may uh, have you on for those. <laughs> oh, you have me on for the Gamera one? Yeah. All right. That's fun. Gamera and Rodan. I'll, I'll do, there you I'll go. do anyone that have Rodan or Gamera. <laughs> oh, that's great. Bob, been a great um, episode for sure. This was another great episode. I was going to ask you something or say something, but I can't remember what it was. So it must have been a lie. <laughs> Probably basil leaves. Oh god, the basil. Well, I haven't had enough basil. Leaves. Actually, I had a brownie that had a bunch of basil leaves in it. Oh, earlier, so. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I see how you're rolling now these days, Bob. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> so that's why if I'm if I'm a little out of it, I'm a little like forgetful. Now you know why. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> all right. Um, do you want to stick around for a minute? What time is it? Please. Oh, it's like nine nine thirty. We can stick around for a well, little bit. We can stick around about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Um, but uh, for now, if you're listening on wherever you find great, wonderful podcasts, please remember, like, subscribe, comment, let us know what we're doing right, let us know what we're doing wrong. Tell us to go fuck ourselves. I don't care. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Just as long as, uh, as, long as you, you have some interaction with us, Find us on Twitter. Uh, the show has a Discord as well. Just message me about it. I'll bring you in. Not a big deal. Trying to uh, grow a little community here. Mm. Um, as far as everything else goes, well, in the immortal words of Tully Blanchard, <laughs> it's been your pleasure. Goodbye. And what I can by the Recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment.